This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we revisit with our guests who've been on their journey over this past year and connect, reconnect with them to see where they're at now and how they're going. Today's beautiful conversation is with Trisha Carr, and you may remember that Trisha was on episode 27. Trisha is a fellow 500 reflector, a gorgeous soul worker in the space of energetics, hypnotherapy, metaphysics, and she has her own podcast, if you haven't listened, Charmed Life. Welcome back, beautiful soul. Thank you, Annie, and we've yet to get you on Charmed Life. We tried, but it didn't. It was, we got too tired or something and it didn't work out. Very elusive. <laughs> it's very, it's we, very hard to pin me down. <laughs> well, it's, and, and it's as me as well. So we've got two clouds we're trying to pin together. That's not going to be easy. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me back on. And hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you for being interested in reflectors. And if you are a reflector, we're interested in you. So... <laughs> I love that we were just having a pre pre show and, and we we're just like stop stop talking stop talking, <laughs> and I, I want that transparency out there because that's that's kind of what it's about. Stop talking because I want to I want everybody else to experience this. Sometimes this banter back and forth of of mm. of how healing it is or how fun it is to just yes. sit in space with a a like minded soul. Yeah, absolutely. So how have you been? How's your journey over this duration of time? Oh, did you hear that healing breath as I released something as I yes. reviewed the year real quick? <laughs> well, it's a big sigh. That's what it's been. So I know we met, I believe it was in May, as I recall. And I was already well into a, quite of an upheaval of a year. So Annie, this is really interesting. I am at my Chiron return. And I don't know if we talked about it then, I may have, but if I, so if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. So I'm at my Chiron return. It actually returns, I think, in this, um, in, in about six months, but I'm right in the heart of that time. And it is gate 51, the gate of shock. And right on time in January, I got a shock. Yeah. Ah! And um, so I have been in the aftermath of, of the shock, the cleanup, the the um, recalibration, of course, deconditioning, um, taking responsibility, healing, becoming independent, moving along the um, the trajectory for my, I have gate 19 in three places. And uh, so that is codependency to sensitivity to sacrifice so far as the gene keys are concerned, but I also like it codependence, independence to interdependence. So I'm kind of at the independence to interdependence and um it's been wonderful i really feel very strong now i'm being a little elusive because it involves another person mm -hmm. about yes. you know what happened not my not my spouse by the way but a, a business party and um so but it, yeah it's been really wonderful i am 2023 is going to be really powerful for me i have a lot of programs coming out really emphasizing teaching because that's what i love 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 with that five line right yeah. got to connect got to yeah. connect with everybody got to sample all of them <laughs> so that's what i'm that's what i've been about yeah. i've loved um watching your space because regardless of what's happening for you personally it's an energetic feel that you have shifted like you really just... really oh yeah i have that feedback from someone else too and i'm like really i didn't 
And, and I know you reached out to me guitar. personally about mm-hmm. stuff, but it was just mm-hmm. like I felt the shift even before you said that. It was just like it, it, mm. it's your energy now has shifted. And mm. even even the um, new people that you're having on your podcast, it's like you're bringing in different energy and I'm loving that. Well, thank you for that, reflecting that. I can tell too because there was a moment sometime in the past year so I get a lot of um, PR companies that send me submissions for guests, which is great because that's, you know, it's half the work. I don't have to do it. And so, you know, I'd say yes to them. But I, I got a few in a row where it felt like the person on paper, they looked great. And maybe I saw them on another podcast or something. Um, and I definitely don't want to be bashing anyone. However, the person when they came on, they were really salesy, almost like they were in an infomercial and they were they were bragging and and not not even like being proud and and sovereign and embodied in their accomplishments it felt like you know felt a little it didn't feel like a connection so maybe that's my fault too maybe that um it's a connection we weren't connecting but that was my perspective was that it was like a little salesy but what it's so i recalibrated first like i just in my energy i was like help me to pick the right ones you know call them out and um, I was just the one who, I just recorded one today. It's not going to be out for a few weeks. She's so lovely. She's a, a projector and she guides projectors and she's so amazing. And right before we got on, I, I, you know, I, I tell, I tell my guests sometimes before we go on, I'm like, so basically it's to platform your work and, and let everyone, you know, benefit by your beautiful light. And of course, for us to become BFFs right in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. exactly right. I love it. Oh. Yeah. And I, and as I said that today, this time I heard Claire audiently, like my guides or spirit or whatever you want to call it, like say in my ear, they're like, that's because this is therapeutic. And essentially when we connect in public like this, and we really do fall in love with one another, those who are listening to it are experiencing it. Just like when you go to a therapist and you build a trusting relationship so you can transfer it out into the world. That's yeah. what we do with things like this. And it just felt so lovely. So anyway, I, I thank you for that again, because I, I recall a moment of having adjusted myself to be able to have on people who with whom I was really, we were really creating a re- heart resonance between one another. You know, I really feel I love, I, I absolutely bloody love having these chats with you. Here's my Australianism coming out going, I bloody I love, love that, love. <laughs> But you're going to make my Texas come out. <laughs> you know, this is this is something that I think is a really good conversation to quickly have mm-hmm. in. And I haven't been podcasting as long as you have. And sometimes people sort of say, oh, or I'll put out a call and I just, you know, you get inundated and you're like, I, I, I want to talk to everybody. Right. But yeah. You can't. And mm-hmm. and even in this this very... <laughs> You still stay in my head every damn day, Trisha. Can I just say that when we had this chat last time, do you remember that? Um, if you want Which me to part? niche down, you can niche off. Like it's literally, <laughs> we joked about it and we're like, put that on, put that on a tote bag. I Which one you. of us said every, that? I, Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, you. I wouldn't. I would have thought you said. It. No, that was you. And I. That's hilarious. Like, There's Trisha. She, these, these nuggets in my head of these beautiful conversations I've had because they're so meaningful. Mm. And and what you were saying then about, you know, I get, look, I've never wanted to do this because I wanted 
anything from it. It was just something that I created. But I understand that people do podcasting because it's a business, right? Mm -hmm. And what you were just saying then about, you know, how do people get chosen? How do they not get chosen? And when you've got sort of stuff, you, you get to that point of going, can I be on your podcast? And people said, how do you choose? And I'm like, well, I don't. I just kind of mm -hmm. go with what feels good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just when you were just talking, then I'm like, this is a really good conversation for people to be really aware of. And especially as reflectors, because I think you're feeling it now more so. How does that feel for me? Yeah. That looks good on paper, but how does that feel for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How does that feel for you? Like when you are choosing guests or when you are in this energetic space where somebody again just wants to talk about their sales pitch it's just like mm -hmm. whoa yeah well how does it feel well you know what it, it feels some if if we go to the part where someone is where we're not really having a connection and you know i i recognize that it's from a place of guardedness and perhaps they're protecting they're protecting themselves in some way, or, or perhaps again, it's just us not resonating. Well, it, it ends up being a lot of work for me because I keep trying to go to the heart. I keep trying to like get in there and, and like ask a question. And I'm, you know, I feel like there's, you came in this space, so I'm a sample you <laughs> and I'm a figure out how we can connect so that the audience can connect. And I'm always, cast my my uh, field of resonance is always cast out into the audience who will be coming at any time and place and I'm always feeling into what they need and I've summoned forth their guides and letting them whisper in my ear. So it feels like a lot of work in the actual podcast recording session if I get there. And then I have taken to the standard that I'm going I'm going to serve the listeners. I'm so grateful that they have chosen to listen. Therefore, if it doesn't work, I'm not going to publish it. And I will not call it a waste of time because it was still humans connecting. And so, and when we get to that piece, I guess it feels empowering and it feels uh, like I'm honoring leadership. I, I think that's what I would like to take away from it. But since I made that adjustment, the people, they have been aligning. I do have someone who, who also helps me with my podcast submissions because every time I open one up, I'm in their energy and it, it, it pulls away. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I have to sample them and, and it's a lot. And I feel like even that triggers our five line and I'm possibly activating some transpersonal karma. I mean, seriously, that's, that's what it feels like. So I will be kind of putting them off and I don't want to, because even if I'm not going to accept a guest, I like to thank the, the PR company for thinking of my podcast and submitting anyway. So I have a splenic projector who helps me now. <laughs> that's great <laughs> oh my gosh I think I've I think we've chatted I've chatted with a lot of people you know off air about how amazing splenic projectors like my oh, daughter is one and she's really seven and I'm already like oh thank you for being here thank you so much for just helping me because and she just like looks at me and goes of course <laughs> and literally I'm like because that's I'm, I'm does she have the 4426 channel? Does it go yes. to her heart? Ah, I could feel it the way you said, of course. I could feel that was yep. the channel. That's of hilarious. Course. It's just like, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I find myself like going back to that whole like, oh, fine. 
And I'm like, how old am I again? <laughs> Fine. Anyway. I love it. Yeah, I do too. And I'm so glad that you've got that support because we do really need it. And thank you for just sharing that because I don't, I don't feel that people sort of understand what, what happens behind the scenes of this and, and it's not, a, it's not personal and it's just like we're flying by the seat of our pants sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and as, as you were saying, like, especially that fifth line of ours, mm-hmm. it can be, mm-hmm. we've got to, we've got to protect our reputation. God damn it. It's true. <laughs> you know? Right. You know? If I, if I put some, something, I don't know, that doesn't align with the audience out there, right. It's going to, it's gonna, it could flip that projection field. I, and I have to, this is something that's occurred over the last several months is that to myself, at least I call the five line, I call it a resonance field. That's what I'm doing. I'm creating a resonance field. And that means whoever comes to it, they can send projections. They're gonna be turned into resonance. <laughs> yes. So that's what I want with the people who would, you know, endeavor to listen to my podcast. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um... I don't know resonance. I love the word resonance, but I know I'm, I'm a very, you know, what do they call it? Waxing lyrically when when mm-hmm. you're you're a hand body when you're expressing mm-hmm. something and your hands moving. And if you've ever, yeah. you know, people who are listening to this, I I move my hands a lot when I'm talking. Yeah. But I've always gone if something comes into my space, I like literally go sending that back up, and uh-huh. I, I I send it back up for um. You know, re-in- I, I say the words, I'm sending that back up for reinterpretation. Yes, absolutely. So I know what you mean. And so I think I feel it's a healing for me because I feel like I'm creating a resonance. And if it doesn't align with you, it's like oil and water then. And it's just going to, yeah, you know, but yeah. So I think it's a similar, it, it's just something I just say to myself that is helping me to heal from the, you know, the fears of a five line. What if they all think what if they all misunderstand me that's the thing that we're concerned about right we're not concerned about being called um you know a devil possessed whore i mean like that's funny you know (laughs) i I find that 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 dominance where i'll just go you can come at me with all your shit but i love what you just said then about it's you haven't understood me yeah and, and i'm afraid it'll hurt their feelings whatever they have turned what i said in, in or did you know that's the thing is being misunderstood not as much for rejection that i'll be rejected because we're and this isn't because i'm such a saint it's because reflectors are naturally just thinking about the other that's what we do and so i don't want them to be hurt especially in the sense in in the um considering that i create like you said i'm a soul worker i i'm supposedly asking you to to let me help you with your psyche and your soul and that's precious cargo so anyway, yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that because it's, it is challenging. It is. Mm-hmm. And you've just worded it really well that we don't ever want to come off as, what am I trying to say here? Just need to pull my thoughts in. Yeah. But I feel this is important that you have mm-hmm. said that, that for other fifth lines, especially five ones, five twos, even three fives to know this, that uh, for other people to know this, actually, that we don't ever want to come across this way because our, what you just said, like, we don't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. We just sometimes come across as really like, well, this is how it's going to be with, with my pencil in hand, waving it around. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, because we feel it strongly. Yes. And because we're supposed to be, or we just, I don't know, suppose, I don't know who's doing the supposing. Every time I say supposed, or my, when clients say supposed, I'm like, who supposes? Yeah. Uh, because we're, because by design, we do trigger transpersonal karma. Triggers. Yes. yes. Yeah. But, you know, on the other hand, I, every time we talk about the five line, I feel like I have to shout from the rooftops huge gratitude from the universe because it's mostly positive it is mostly mostly overwhelmingly positive projection that we receive unless you're on youtube <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> that's it doesn't matter what you are if you're on youtube <laughs> you will have feces flung at you because <laughs> everyone's got an opinion uh -huh. and i like that you say that because when we get into a healthy scrub and I use the word healthy scrub as in literally like um, Elle many, many moons ago on the podcast, she spoke about, you know, polishing our mirror. And I think even mm. in our last podcast, mm -hmm. we were talking about that. If we are actually, I don't want to say doing the work, but okay. I want to say when we are actively involved in our evolution as humans and, and honoring this experience mm -hmm. and being responsible for our own shit, yeah. We give off a little bit more of that positive, you know, um, positive, high vibration, whatever you want to say, but mm -hmm. safe, even safe. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the projection coming back is often from just fear because they're, they're vulnerable in that space of being, I want to be safe too, but I'm just going to throw this at you because mm -hmm. I'm, but then when you've kind of push it, you push back to them and then they go, okay, it's all right. It's actually okay for me to have that sprout. Do you find that with healing clients that they'll, they'll generally throw a projection at you when you've got them to that point, but then they're okay because mm -hmm. you've just gone, I see that. I see yes. what you're doing. Yeah. It's okay. Even yes. If they can just do that and not scare you. And that's happened with friends. There was, this was years ago and, and there's no way this person would be listening to this podcast, but a, a, a lifelong friend of mine, we were at lunch and I just, apropos to nothing of nothing, I said to him, I feel like there's something that you need a safe place to share about. And I just want to let you know that I'm here. And he did one of those healing breaths and he said, well, that is that I'm having an affair and I have been for a year and I haven't told anyone. And I was like, okay. You know, and I didn't react and I didn't, I don't, because I didn't even know why I was saying that, of course. And that, that, you know, started his whole, you know, things changing for him, but just to have a safe place to be whatever is happening for you. I mean, sometimes and a lot of the, a lot of that for a lot of people is stuff that has happened to them, not even things they were actively um, engaged in, like my friend having an affair, <laughs> you know, he did that <laughs> for whatever the reasons are, but things that have happened to them that cause that create shame or fear or guilt or uh, to have a safe place to be able to have that scene off gas for it to be off gassed and it's safe for that. And I think that as reflectors, and maybe I think this is also a five one trait, a five trait, I should say, is that when we receive it, even if we sample it, we the sampling is is a is a, a mutation. Because we, it doesn't just like we tasted it and we spit it back. And it, if you put anything in your mouth, you put, put it back out. It's changed, right? It's got your stank on it. 
you've 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 chewed it up a little bit and you've yeah. mixed your saliva with it and you've just yeah. like it's not it's not a let's use a tomato like a little cherry mm-hmm. tomato that you put in your mouth and if you chew it it's just not the whole thing anymore it's like okay. pulp skin saliva yes yeah. maybe whatever your antibodies are have been added to it so that's what i I feel like this is a place we can really talk about this with another reflector and with other reflectors listening. Cause I really honestly feel like I don't have a welcome space to talk about reflectorness that much. Cause I think people aren't that, I mean, it feels to me like they're not that interested and I'm not woe is meing that because we're more interested in the other. So it's like works out for me that I don't, that I don't share that much, not ask that much. Uh, But anyway, I think that um, either they're not interested or they don't know how to be interested or we're so elusive feeling they can't really relate, who knows. Anyway, uh, I think that that is what we do is we we are mutation devices. We're quantum mutation devices. As we're sampling, we're changing things. We're shifting and changing things with our energy back to the polishing of the mirror or having our, our aura pure or, and when I say pure, I don't mean like, holy like the virgin i mean just whatever it is we are yeah even in the shadow of us because the shadow is valuable too every part of the human being is useful and valuable so um yeah back to as you said when they when they throw it at you and you can take it and yeah i think that's just our job to be that space and i've spoken about that i think a couple of times and and possibly even with you where walking into situations and you feel everything that you feel and you know you just know because you're in a really good frame of mind and you're feeling really energetically like connected and you just go huh and you literally can shift the dynamics Mm. so i Mm -hmm. what you just said then about like digestion i'm just going to use that word though it's not correct (laughs) but sampling like Mm -hmm. and using my analogy of the bloody tomato but anyway whatever tomato tomato american (laughs) australian anyway but it's like literally if you are going to sample you are yeah i just see that like what you just explained then makes sense Mm -hmm. because if i'm walking into a situation where i just go i'm sampling it i'm choosing to kind of like add this part of my experience are we wizards <laughs> it's just dropped in it's like are we magicians and alchemists and we're just literally yes, piecing we together are all the commos that, uh, uh, com- um, components of the potion and then just like going mm-hmm. okay well this is the amplification that i'm going to put out here because i'm we feeling are, really good yeah we are alchemical devices that's even more accurate than mutation and i was explaining to someone i another human design enthusiast who is not a reflector about how, yes, of course, we're designed to sample, but of course, like everybody else, we're conditioned in other ways. And so I wasn't sampling for the longest time. I was drawing in deeply and holding, and that's how it shows up in my life as codependency, giving away my identity and drawing someone else's identity in. And, and so, and the, the thing about that is when you do that or when we do something like go into an environment and we don't remove ourselves if we're if we're getting the the signal to leave that it's not right that there's only so long or so much of our energy that's a correct there then we end up being saturated by that or it by us and we become the poison 
because we will amplify that because we're not aligned with it. Yeah. And so it's just like when we're, this is an ecosystem, the neutrino field and everything else. And if you drop the wrong kind of predator in the, a certain kind of garden or forest, it's going to destroy it. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. It's an ecosystem because it's mm -hmm. always, and when, as you said, you drop, so even, even in plant life, let's not look about predators, but plant sure. life still plant has life. predators. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. A fungus yeah. or was, bacteria. Just, <laughs> predators, I'm thinking shark. And I'm like, no, <laughs> take it out of the shark space, Annie. That's your projection. And I'm like, okay, take it back into the plant life. And I'm like, okay, fly <laughs> trap. And I'm like, calm down. <laughs> That's just where my head went. But I'm just like, I love that. I love that analogy because it's so true. Mm -hmm. Even when you're wholesome and you're nourishing and you're everything, drop something into your space that's just going to overwhelm you. And then you Ivy. amplify that and you amplify that. And that's, that's just, that's how you will amplify that. Yeah. And so if it is poisonous or if it's a poisonous connection, then as the reflector, you will amplify the poison. So how do we not do that? How oh, you, I guess what, what, yeah. this is a conversation. It's just like, you know what we have, we have the ability to not do that. Mm -hmm. I've had the ability to not do that. Mm -hmm. How do we not do that? It's a big, I mean, ultimately it's presence and having more and more granular presence because I believe in any moment, I want to take that back. I want to say I have faith because belief means I will. Faith means I am. I have faith that when I am absolutely present, I'm aware of whether or not I'm in fear or just in open presence. And in the situations, but if I'm in self-rejection or self-inquiry. So in the human design sense, it's your authority, which by that I don't mean wait a month. I mean, in the moment, in the environment, what is your body telling you? And that's that seems hard when we're still in certain points of deconditioning and we go through, you know, but it, because the body is taking in information and it's hard to know what's mine and what's not, but we still have that peace within us. And um, so then outside of the situation, I guess it's all the other self-inquiry and self care practices and so a lot more space for that to be able to train yourself how to breathe and be present even if there's a lot of chaos around yeah i guess yeah that's what uh, i that's what i've observed <laughs> it, yeah i i have too and i i do think it comes and i've kind of always preached for lack of better words but you need we need to that's the biggest learning that we have we need to find where our energy ends and others mm -hmm. begin because mm -hmm. that stops us mm -hmm. from being absorbed by others because we go, oh, something's not quite right here. I need to get out. And yeah. you know it and you trust it. But in the early stages of deconditioning, it's just like we, we're still conditioned very much to not trust mm -hmm. us. And a lot of the time we don't even understand who we are. So um, No idea. I could take that Myers-Briggs test 16 times in a row and get every 16 type. Thank you, because I have, well, not done it 16 times because that's a fucking complete waste of time because it not takes really. a long time. Like five but times. I'm, I've taken it five times in a row and like. 
I'm always, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm generally always down in one quadrant, but I move between um, uh, feeling and sensing. Oh, me too. Wait, feeling and feel, INFJ. Yes. I move between the I and the N are always stay is constant for me. The F is to it's the J and the P that swap for me. But I can also ride the line of the I and the E. But I know yeah. that I'm more I than E. I know that I need more. In, I need more introversion than extroversion. I need extroversion though, too. Absolutely. That's yeah. why I'm here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're fully functioning extrovert. That's what I say to people. Sometimes oh, I good, can yeah. be a very fully functioning extrovert. <laughs> so I love that about the Maya Briggs. Um, the Maya Briggs just has always been one of those things that I did and then I redid and I'm like, hang on a second, that's not the same. And I've just exactly. moved from a quadrant and I'm like, Ah, and then I, I I was curious because in my women's circles, they were talking about Myers-Briggs and I'm like, oh yeah, I am. And I went, hang on a second. I'm either that or that. And I can't remember which one. Cause it- it's subjective. That's the problem with that one. Like that. And I don't know if you like the Enneagram, but I, I tried yes. to take that. At, you do? What it's are you on the Enneagram? I have no idea because I've taken it a few times, oh. like, like a couple of times, whatever website I was on, it just was super duper negative sounding. And I was like, I don't like this for anyone. And I couldn't even like recall. So maybe you need to give me an, um, a pointer as to where to seek out that information. Maybe uh, I'm not so, ready for it yet. Well, I did study about 10 years ago in the Enneagram. Like I was a part of like a study group oh. for funsies. And then I was just like, this is fucking weird. Like, I can't, I can't identify. I know now why, but when I first did it, I got an eight and I'm like, the eights are like the bossy one. And I'm like, oh, I can kind of get that. I could, you know, in my past life, I could be a bit bossy. I can sometimes get a bit bossy, but then I had a six with a seven, a six, sorry, a seven with a six wing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I'd like to be a seven. Seven's a good number, right? Seven's a good number. <laughs> And then I ended up moving to a six with a five wing. Like as I got older, like this was a 10 year study. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's so subjective. And then if you're like us, we are so transient. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know if, if, if the moon's in gate 36, I'm probably a seven. I don't know. <laughs> so I, maybe it's, I'm sure it's valuable. A lot of people really love it, but I haven't, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't grabbed me yet. No. I think because of subjectivity, there's something about human design because it's it's on your birth time. It's on the, the scientific fact of your birth time and the neutrino field imprint at the time. And it just keeps being, yeah, keeps being proving itself. But, you know, I say the Enneagram, what the, the sources that I read were negative, but I made it through Ra's friggin' teachings. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Talk about negative. I know. <laughs> Wow. So you just, if you just don't listen to anything, you just kind of make up your own science. It makes sense. Yeah. You just mentioned birth time and that, uh-huh. that is a perfect segue for us to talk about birth time. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying to you off air, what is birth time? And this has been something that I've spoken about a lot and I know we're going on. So please tell me if you've got to go. But, oh, I'm good. Um, what is birth time? I'm a birth worker. When is it? I've always asked, when is it? Is it when the shoulders come out? Is it when the, oh. the, the surgeon like mm. cuts, mm-hmm. when, when the womb is open? Like, when is birth time? 
Is it yeah. the second that the whole body's out? Is it the second that the uh, um, umbilical cord's cut? And I've gone through this journey because I'm adopted. Oh, that's amazing. I, you're just one of those really fascinating, beautiful souls who has two amazing soul families. That's anyway, I have a, my, one of my very dear friends is, I have a couple of dear friends who are adopted. Yeah. 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 But I just, um, and I have hit my, cause I obviously I'm, I'm blessed that I know my birth mother. Yeah. that's. Nice. And I ask her nearly every year, sometimes twice a year. <laughs> are you sure? Do you not have a birth certificate? But see the birth certificate is like no. on the whim of the doctor. Yeah. We don't have times on our birth certificates here uh, in Australia. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We don't have birth books. We, my children have birth books because 30 years That's, ago they started to do that. But Okay, well, you said birth book earlier. We don't really have, we just have birth certificates. Our birth book, I was thinking of like a picture album. So I only yeah. know, yeah. Our birth mm -hmm. certificates just don't have the time. They have mm -hmm. the everything else on there, but not, not the time because mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. I think they, they didn't think it's important. Yeah. yeah whatever they're just born yeah and you know you think about it it's funny it's just like as if someone's going to be sitting there going and i have done that as i said as a birth doula is it 448 is it 449 is it 450 shit oh yeah dicey um yeah well you know what right before you said it i have to say i heard claire audiently it's when the whole person is out of the yeah mother even if, so I got a picture of actually a cesarean and the baby being like half in and half out. And then it's either that or when that, and I think the first independent breath, that's really when I think that's really it, but that happens so close to being just fully outside of the womb. The first independent breath makes the most sense to me because that's the breath of life, yeah. not to bring up something that is not necessarily, um, the most valid or accurate thing in the world, but, and God breathed into Adam the breath of life and he became a human being. So the breath is the being in motion. And yeah, that I, that's what I think, but you know, then we might then like you, we have a little bit of a, of a, a sovereignty journey to be on if we aren't sure. And I did that as well because my birth time on my birth certificate is so clearly not accurate. Yeah. Just by, by, um, seven minutes and you know what the seven minutes are too late so i was born at 5 25 p.m and the doctor's futzing around and he's like and then the nurse is like doctor doctor and it was a he for sure in 1974 doctor 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 what time do i put down or you know whatever they got around to it like seven ten minutes later to mark it yeah. down they don't even think it's important but it's it, it made a difference because i'm on the cusp of and it just changes my ascendant but i gave the list of of ascendant attributes to my husband who knows nothing about astrology. And he's like, that one, wait, that one, no way, no way that one. <laughs> Cause it's Virgo or Leo. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't change anything in my human design chart though. See, I found that mine does. It does? Absolutely. Well, how and much I'm... does it change gates or well, lines or If how much? I go any more than 15 minutes it changes mm -hmm. my whole profile it puts me as a six two and see you and know, you, know again, what? you just go there's absolutely no fucking way absolutely no way and i love Every what we six. were talking about earlier sometimes you just know you know mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but the minutes in between that 
do matter because if you do PHS, if you want to go deep into PHS and the colors and tones and environment, mm. it it totally changes. It moves me from an internal to an external and I'm like, so I've really sat with this and I've just gone, I think I'm actually a little bit, I'm predominantly this, but I have a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. who is just, and again, it's just like humans, isn't it? We're not just one thing. Yeah. There's so many. And we just need to honor that, especially the five ones, we can be very close to the six two, mm-hmm. depending on our time of birth, because we are coming, the, the gates are, you know what? when you do any kind of work you know that there's always the the past the present and the future that it's really in this flux Mm -hmm. i'm getting metaphysical here but i'm just like well again we it's an ecosystem so you know if the flower is growing here or two inches over those flowers that are two inches apart are going to have a lot of overlap of qualities and so, yeah, whichever, I think, again, that's, that can be beautiful then, because these are meant to be tools that support us, not define us. And so it, it, just look at the tool, look at, look at what resonates. And I mean, that does in a general sense, not this is, wouldn't be, I don't think it's a challenge for you, but we also have to notice whether we are letting it define us because we're afraid to know ourselves. And we're looking for some kind of bypass to keep us from going deeper in or if if we really are like sampling that and it's a yes or a no or a mm. something in between because we're not sacred people no, <laughs> there is well, no that's... yes or no <laughs> i love that that's yeah. actually yeah really good wisdom just are we doing this with yeah thank mm-hmm. you Mm, thank you. I like what you were saying earlier, and I've written this down because we we're talking about that, that I write things down with my trusty pencil these days because my <laughs> open head center. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to write. Can. I write it all down because then tomorrow I can't even grab it because my head's already in 500 other places, but then I can tap in by whatever thing I wrote down. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you talking, and, and this is not, um, I know the last time we were, we were talking, you were mentioning Gate 19. Mm-hmm. And you were just saying again, you know, gate 19 is very prominent three times. I think you said you've got it in your chart yeah. or more. Yeah. How does this feel for you as you're going down this journey of sort of like unpacking a little bit more of the gates and, and your design? Mm. It's wonderful. I think as reflectors, you know, I, I jumped pretty quickly after being initiated into human design into the gates and gene keys when I learned about gene keys I was like because those are those archetypes they're everything to us I mean those are the main things obviously just the archetypes are the functions of the centers as well but I just adore adore getting into the gates and the planets but especially all the archetypes of the gates and I can't I can, what I adore about it so much is that as I'm just absorbing the words that are associated, the, you know, the thought forms that are associated with each gate, and then I can just smell them on other people. (laughs) So I'm like listening to the gene keys for gate 11. And I was like, oh, so-and-so definitely has this. And I go look up their chart and yeah, it's there for sure. So um, I just, 
that is the problem. Variable is great. Every, you know, some of those deeper nuances, colors and tones, it's all fun and great and useful, but the gates are just a way to get lost in the universe in the best way possible. So, so valuable to me. And um, I'm very excited to really embody not only, I think I have 15 or 16, um, but I want, I want to have all 64 archetypes because we do have all 64 every month, every single month. You know, it's really fascinating about us. This is something that's been echoing in my energy today on a slight tangent, but not really because we're talking about the gates that reflectors were called, <clears throat> were called slow energy types, the slowest energy type. I beg to differ. We go through in one month, what everybody else goes through in a year. Because we go through all 64 gates with our mother moon and everybody does it with the sun and that takes them a year. Yeah. And so I think we're actually faster. <laughs> and so, but every one of those 64 gates, they are our body, even if it's undefined in us because we're moving through them and we are moving through them every 30 days, every 29 days. We, we are hello, old friend, for a good six to eight hours. We're in that romance. And um, can you feel, I can feel not all the time, every time, I'm not always that self-aware, but I can often feel when, when the lunar gate has changed. I didn't have the time in my mind, but my body will feel different. I just did this yesterday. I was driving with my husband. We got to a stop sign and I was like, I think the, I think the lunar gate just changed. And sure enough, it did. And my husband's like, whoa, what does that feel like? And I said, well, I was actually, I was thinking about something I was thinking about this morning and I felt totally different about it all of the sudden. And, I, and that's because the lunar gate had just changed anyway investigating the gates and embodying them it's my favorite part right now yeah i love that you were saying that because that's something that it not just with the moon even now with the sun but with planetary especially mm -hmm. like ones that are close i've really started to not think about it because the problem is we can theorize it especially yeah. with our lion Contemplate. bodies we'll just be yeah. like what but it's just like we can feel this and it's just like what the fuck just happened yeah. where I was triggered by something because you're like everything was fine and I write the times down now and I'll go back and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, my splenic projector, yeah, my splenic projector pointed it out to me because I was like, this was like a month ago or something. And I was like, in the morning, I was like talking to her about something. And I was like, I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. And then all of a sudden I was walking like a few hours later, I was walking to my car and I texted her, I voice messaged her. And I said, Hey, I've decided um, it's a, um, it's no, it's a pass. I'm going to cancel that. And I didn't even, I wasn't thinking about it. Cause I was just living my life. And she goes, what changed? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, you were like, so I don't know, like just a few hours ago. And now it's just like, boom. And then I had to go look and I was like, oh yeah, the lunar gate changed. <laughs> so after she showed me that she, you know, plugged into me and, uh, and absorbed that and then showed it back to me. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that happens, I guess. But it's so, it's so normal. I don't, I haven't always noticed that because we're just walking about like that. Yeah. Changing. And that feels normal. We, and, and you look at back when we were kids and we had no flipping idea. So obviously we're like blah, 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 up and mm -hmm. down, up and down, up and down. Um, I really want to just quickly go back. I don't know we've been running for a long time and I really need to um, cut, cut this, but okay. oh shit, it just it was there and it's gone. I really mm -hmm. want to pull that back because that was really cool. I didn't sure, write that one down. Time. Take your time. We can 
You can breathe for a minute. You were talking about, before you were talking about the gates changing. Were you talking about 19 again? You mentioned no, 19. it was in between 19 and the gates. You mentioned something and I'm like, holy shit, I want to have a chat about that. Oh, here we go. It's coming back. Of course it's coming back like this. Okay, so you were mentioning about the fact that we're often defined as being the slowest. Oh, yeah. And it's something that a lot of us have been talking about and realizing exactly yeah. that, that yeah. it may appear <laughs> that yes. we're the slowest, but we're but actually we're the faster. fastest we're ahead. because we've already, already gotten the download. Body. Yes. Yep. Yes. Any, I haven't talked to you about this yet. I just recorded that on a podcast today with that lovely projector who really wanted to know. I yep. also put a video out about it, which promptly got no views because no one's interested in what a reflector thing is yes because i say we get the download from we get the imprint the initiation from the field we go about talking about it which is planting seeds and fertilizing and we are obviously going through the different stages of it with the moon and it just there's no resources for it yet meaning collaborators uh maybe money maybe the time maybe the human beings and they're the slow ones (laughs) right we're onto it we're finally onto it and it's just right. like we're all we're all getting it i i don't know if it's gone out yet i can't remember what goes out oh my gosh I've, I've reco- i'm gonna I i'm gonna draw something for you i'm so glad i was and also i've been like hesitating the people i tell this to because i was like i don't know if this is just me i don't want to say it's what reflectors are so i'm so excited to hear that it, it is like a it's a reflector thing and here's the thing the, the lunar authority calling it that isn't really accurate it's I am going through the different gates and getting different information. The reason I can't make a decision is because I got the information early and y'all aren't ready for it. It really doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't have I'm not really making a decision. Yeah. It, everybody else is aligning. It's like the moon is going through and she is collecting everything from the sun and the earth. And then when she is shining her full moon, that is a collection of the energy mm. But she's already collected it for 30 days. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Which are, no. which are I've, I've actually been talking about this a lot over the last couple of months and i me too what we, the fuck because we're that's weird i just want to say that to people i'm just like because we're all on the same fucking vibe especially the, those of us that are born within a couple of years so watch this space because oh my gosh there's a few of us that are obviously the 70s and then mm-hmm. we've got the 80s but anyway I'm going to show you, hopefully you can see this, but this is what's been coming to me. And this is something I've been talking about. Can you see this, this picture? No, you can't because it's too There, there I can. Yeah. Can you see that Back a little more. Uh, I had it for a second. It's like a wave and an arrow, but it's, it's not sticking. Okay. Put it, oh wait, wait. (laughs) Maybe I need to turn We can find it. I'll turn, I'll, I'll. Okay. I'm just going to show you. Okay. So, how I've seen it in my mind's eye in, in dreams and stuff is just like, okay, so when we get into this consciousness, so if I, this is this band, right? This is, for lack of better words, this is the consciousness that, that mm-hmm. most of humanity is just walking around day to day seeing. Right there at the Ajna? Mm-hmm. Not really, but just, oh, okay. just, just in a band. Okay, got and it. And then 
so just go like a little bit higher for like a better words and this is like when people go into meditation or they actually like reach up a little bit and pull information down it's like that whole awareness like going that's a download right so they're coming yeah. into this wish you could see it my next band the next mm -hmm. band which is here so yeah. people generally go oh, i got a download mm -hmm. they're getting it from this this level here yeah it feels to me and i could I, I don't want to be arrogant here in saying this so i've got to be very careful but i have spoken a lot about it we have the ability to bypass both levels go up here into this next rung mm -hmm. and go what's that and we pull it in to this second rung mm -hmm. and we just dump it there and that's why it's like we always feel that we know shit. Oh, I've got this all these ideas and you need to be doing mm -hmm. that and you need to be doing that or blah, blah, blah. And we need to, oh, God, I've got this great idea. I don't know about you, but I know for me, it's just like, I have this great idea. No, because we're accessing this, this, this mm -hmm. plane here that not many other people can access. But what happens is when we access it, we pull it in. Mm-hmm. And we pull it into this one where other people, when they're tapped into it, they can access it. So hence why it's always like, hey, it's my idea. A long time hey. ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, why are they stealing my stuff? Or why is this? And why is that? Yeah. And it's just like, I literally think that there is a part of us that if we are the program, we can literally like worm in and out and pull shit in and that's what we do and that's why it always feels like especially when we're around other reflectors it's just like mm -hmm. we all just can just it's a vibe yeah for lack of better words but i wish i could show you on my little thing here but that's it's it's literally yeah frequency bands kind of yeah and then we're talking about like that god consciousness Mm. Oh, by the way, that reminds me of something I just read. There's, do you know who Robin Wynn is? She's an author. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so she has, have you read any of her books? No. The, the one that I'm listening to, right, listen to a lot of the books uh, is um, on the centers. And the, she, the first, like the first chapter, she's just, it's like this beautiful love song to open centers. And she's a generator, but she was just taught, she's really emphasizing the open centers and she calls them God portals. Mm. And I think that's maybe that's why when she's she's not talked about reflectors yet in the book. And the other thing she said is if you have any place you have definition, like it's any center you have definition, you have a privilege. And I thought that was really a beautiful way to state it too. Yeah. But yeah, God portal. So we're accessing like that that God frequency, that highest creation frequency. And so yeah, and then we are going about and it's just in our bodies. And so we're talking about it and we are we are manifesting it well in advance and then it does seem like before it actually pops off where the human beings start doing it that i think that the manifestor energy initiates the other humans and <laughs> we're already initiated we get initiated by the field the neutrino field or the that uh, god consciousness field yeah well that's that's another thing for another day like i don't i don't i don't feel initiated by manifestors at all that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't either. I think that it's like, finally, we can start doing something because the other humans are paying attention since there's a manifesting energy here. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I don't mean that I love everybody. 
obviously. No, I don't like people I don't... at all. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> no, but I do, manifest... but I don't. And I'm like, no, I don't. I also do. don't feel I don't feel repelled by manifestors either. I don't yeah. feel like their their field is hard to I don't feel like I don't feel like a, a barrier to their energy. No. Any more than anyone. I mean, I can sample it just as well as anybody else. I don't feel like I'm taken into it dramatically like a generator, which is sometimes a good thing. <laughs> I really feel that the more we experiment with this and, and um, we can just kind of, we're, we're literally flitting outside of all of it. We're just like mm -hmm. bouncing around like little, little bubbles, you know, like, which is like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds really arrogant, but it's just like that's the energy when you get into this work. And and I understand more and more now why long-term reflectors are very quiet. Yeah. Just tired. We're just. No, they're just, I don't think they're tired. They're just, they're just. There's so much wisdom in silence, outside honestly. Outside of it. Yeah. They're just, yeah. they're just literally around mm -hmm. outside of it. Whereas we're kind of like, as we decondition, we're, we're still kind of busy and we're caught in it and we're getting pulled mm -hmm. back in and pulled back in. But when, when you move out, it's just like you, you become this, the true observer. And that's the thing. If you are the true observer, then we don't worry that, hey, they took my idea. Just because I got the idea first doesn't mean it was mine. It found me. And uh, if we can be the true observer, we're like, oh, isn't that wonderful? Look what the universe has done. And I've, I have I got to witness it at its, you know, um, fertilization period, let alone its gestation and its birth. And so the universe has done this. <laughs> oh, I love that. As a doula, Ooh, you must love that, that right? tingles. <laughs> <laughs> right and so that's the position we want to be in and i am that way well it's, and i have that experience like with clients and students that you know we start off and they're wrestling and wrestling and wrestling and then like however much time in and they're they're saying these wonderful epiphanies and i'm like yeah that was from session one my love but i don't say that of course i'm just so glad that they're experiencing it and they have that healing but they'll even be you know i'm i don't care who they credit i hope they credit themselves because of course they have to credit themselves for it to be theirs so i've gotten that experience and i guess um just letting everybody and everything else be that as well to be the observer of it just because the idea found me doesn't mean that it wanted me to do anything with it. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love these chats. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we are having the same yeah. epiphanies about what, how reflectors actually work, how we are, we are not actually the slow types. We're actually ahead. Yeah. We're first in line for the manifestation. And when we're talking about it that early on, people are like, huh? What? Yeah. And then it's, and then like, yeah, you know, a year later, they're like, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Like, oh, okay. Or inviting are you, you, are you to back do the there? thing. <laughs> what? No. That is so 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we jest about it, but it's still hard. It's hard to navigate time. Time's yeah. a huge oh, thing. Gosh. I don't, time is weird. And other types have a total like manifesting generators they just they time is they have a different set of tools with it but you know we don't we, we really work in just synchrony i'm just 
trying to work in not trying i'm just i'm just existing in the field of synchrony because that's the only thing that really counts for us anyway the moon I, I remember when i was like in eighth grade we were studying a little astronomy and the um the what is it called oh my gosh i was just about to how the moon is synchronized with the earth that um the, what is it the, called something synchronization yeah we, it's always we always see the same face of her synchronous rotation that's the word so that's all synchronous oh, orbit synchronous rotation and it has to do with tidal locking oh yes uh, yep yeah and that's you know we we have we we have the same thing we're just and also annie one last thing do you realize that the moon is one one hundredth the mass of the earth yeah one one hundredth is you blew my mind last time we okay (laughs) now i'm now i'm I'm replaying i've never gotten over that order i've never gotten it's one percent the one percent of the one percent of the one percent i'm like of course why don't i have i don't have the cash of the one percent though man yeah (laughs) come on i better start like i don't know um sexually assaulting people and then maybe some of the cash will roll in because that's too (laughs) to go hand in hand (laughs) sorry it's gotten dark now we're at the dark side of the moon oh goodness oh my god let's wrap this one up oh my god thank you (laughs) we can talk (laughs) thank you beautiful soul so much i have loved catching up with you and you thank you so much for having me and thank you everyone who is listening we love you all right we'll talk to you soon